Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Nahmaduhu, and Astainu, and Astaghfiru, when not Minubihi, when not Tawakalu Ali, when I would be lahim in Shururi and Fusina, women say Yati Amalina. May Yahdihilahu Fala Mudilla, or may you drillhu Fala Hadiella, when I shadow and la ilaha illa law who are the Lachari Kala, when I shadow and Muhammadan Abduhu or a solo. قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون وقال الله سبحانه وتعالى في مكان ثاني يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطيع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما صدق الله العظيم إن شاء الله in today's khutbah I will talk about one of the surahs which we recite many, many times on a daily basis, at least 17 times, and if you include the nafila, and just as the dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or repeated more than that as well. And yes, I am talking about Surah Al-Fatiha. And inshallah, try to relate it to the current affairs in the world, including, as we know, that people will be celebrating Christmas. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Imran, كُنْتُمْ خَيْرَ أُمَّةٍ أُخْرِجَتْ لِلنَّاسِ تَأْمَرُونَ بِالْمَعَرُوفِ وَتَنْهَوْنَ عَنِ الْمُنْكَرِ وَتُؤْمِنُونَ بِاللَّهِ وَلَوْ آمَنَ أَهْلُ الْكِتَابِ لَكَانَ خَيْرًا لَهُمْ مِنْهُمُ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ وَأَكْثَرَهُمْ الْفَاسِقُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this ayatul mubarakah is declaring something which is very dear to all of us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us, Allah chose us the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as the best Ummah raised for the mankind. But that title of the best Ummah is linked with Amr bil Ma'roof wa Nahayn Munkar which means that you enjoin the good and forbid the evil. وَتُؤْمِنُونَ بِاللَّهِ and you believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
Then Allah Azza wa Jal right after that talks about the Ahlul Kitab. When we say Ahlul Kitab, we are referring to Yahud or Nasara. And Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala says, had the people of the scripture believed it would have been better for them. And among them, some of them who have faith, meaning when the message from Rasulullah was sent, they believe in that message as well. But most of them are al-fasiqoon. They are the ones who are transgressors, rebellious against Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the question always comes to the mind, that if we are the best nation raised for the mankind, then what happened to that nation? Why are we in the state that we are in today? An answer to the point is very simple. We have disconnected ourselves to the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the way we have to be connected to. And what it means by that is the connection has to be as a whole, not in parts and bits, not the one that feels easy for us, the one benefits us, the one we like, the one that can take us to a higher status in this dunya and anything else that seems like it's going to harm us in this dunya or take any benefit away from us, or make our life level difficult, we put that deen on the side. That's not what the definition of taking the deen. That's not the way we can call ourselves Muslim, the one who submits to the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's the way we are supposed to be Muslim. To look for what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants from us. Not to think about what I want for Allah. And that takes us back, takes me back to the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَرْفَعُوا بِهَادِ الْكِتَابِ أَقْوَامًا وَيَدْعَهُوا بِآخَرِينَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raised the nation with this book. The book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Qur'an. And also the same book can be used to bring them down. As another hadith of Rasulullah talks about that Al-Quran The Quran is a hujjah, a proof for you in your favor or against you. The choice is left to us. What we want to do with the book Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given to us. Are we going to be the one who will use the book to justify as Muslims, we should be celebrating Christmas. Are we going to be the one who will be talking about the frosty the snowman, Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer, or Santa Claus, or coming up with excuses to put a tree in our houses? And astaghfirullah, maybe in the masajid soon. Is that what we're going to be doing? That's not what Islam is about. We are well aware of that. That it is not allowed for us to celebrate these things. But my point is not about that. Look, these Yahud and Nasara, they changed their deen that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave to them. And they ended up with what we see today. But are we going to follow their footsteps? That's the question we should be asking. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned in the Quran over and over the stories of Bani Israel. 
One third of the Quran by subject is the stories of the righteous people or the criminals or Anbiya and on and on. Why those stories are mentioned for us? Besides the ahkam, besides the aqaid, the creed and the rulings Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala given to us, one of the things mentioned is the stories. Why those stories are mentioned? So we learn from that. We get the ibrah. We get the lesson out of those stories. So when we look at the Bani Israel, or now we call them Ahlul Kitab, among them, we should be learning from their mistakes, not the one who should be following them. Now taking me back to the, the surah I want to talk about and relate to the subject. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says about Surah Al-Fatiha, وَلَقَدْ أَتَيْنَكَ سَبْعًا مِنَ الْمَثَانِ وَالْقُرَانِ الْعَظِيمِ That we have given you, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the seven most repeated ayat, verses, سَبْعَ الْمَثَانِ and we know this is referred to Surah Al-Fatiha from the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as one of the hadith says, Ummu Al-Quran hiya sab'u al-mathani wal-Quran al-Azim. And another place says, Alhamdulillahi, Ummu Al-Quran wa Ummu Al-Kitab wa sab'u al-mathani. The Surah Al-Fatiha is the that seven most repeated ayat Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about here. This surah, as I mentioned in the beginning of the khutbah, we recite at least 17 times a day. And it's a must for us to recite this in the surah, in the salah. As the hadith of Rasulullah says, مَنْ صَلَّ صَلَاةً لَمْ يَقْرَى فِيهَا بِأُمُّ الْقُرَانِ فَهِيَا خِدَاجِ صَلَاةً قَيْدُ تَمَامِ Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, whosoever prays and he did not recite the surah al-Fatiha, his salah is deficient, is defective. And Rasulullah said that three times. Similarly, the hadith says, in another hadith talks about the same thing. But another hadith that gives the whole picture about Surah Al-Fatiha, that says that Abu Hurairah mentioned about Surah Al-Fatiha, and he said that Rasulullah said that whoever prays, Surah Al-Fatiha will say praise and does not pray Surah Al-Fatiha, his salah is deficient. And then somebody asked Abu Huraira radiallahu an, inna nakunu wara al-imam, what if we are behind the imam praying? وَقَالَ اِقْرَ بِهَا فِي نَفْسِكَ Then pray in your nafs. Because Abu Huraira radiallahu an continued on and he said, because Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, قَالَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى Rasulullah is saying something about what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said. Meaning, the part of the hadith is hadith Qudsi. We know the hadith Qudsi is the hadith that is reported by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, but he is telling us about what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said. He said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, قَسَمْتُ صَلَاةَ بَيْنِي وَبَيْنَ عَبْدِي نِسْفَيْنِ Allah is saying the salah have been divided into two, between me and my Abd. وَلِعَبْدِ مَا سَأَلَى فَإِذَا قَالَ الْعَبْدِ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ And my servant shall have what he has asked for when the servant says, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, قَالَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى حَمِدَنِي عَبْدِي That my Abd has praised. وَإِذْ قَالَ الرَّحْمَانِ الرَّحِيمِ قَالَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى أَثْنَ عَلَيَّ عَبْدِي 
when the slave says, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala replies to her, my servant has exalted me. وَيَدُقَالَ مَالِكِ يَوْمِ الدِّينَ And when he says, Maliki يَوْمِ الدِّينَ, Allah says, my servant has glorified me. مَجِدْنِي عَبْدِي وَقَالَ مَرَةً فَوَّدَ إِلَيَّ عَبْدِي Meaning, he has glorified me. Now this is an important aspect. This part of the Surah Al-Fatiha is the part that we are praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we are accepting this fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the owner of the day of the judgment. As one of the hadith says, Maliki Yawmiddin, meaning the king of the day. Either way, it gives more meaning to the surah. So we are accepting the fact in this surah every day that whatever we do in this, uh, in this life, we are accountable on the day of judgment. And then the part that the Abd is talking about himself and making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when the slave says, and to you only we worship. Nobody else. And to you only we seek help from. When we say we only worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that means in every aspect of our lives have to be governed by what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us with. That the ibadah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not restricted to my salah, my zakah, my hajj, or my fasting. Rather, it is connected to a comprehensive way of life Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us. That includes all our transactions, whether it is directly to Allah, the ibadah, the worship, or to myself, the way I dress, the way I call, what, what I eat, or my akhlaq, or akhlaq. That's what is the relationship to ourselves. And the third relationship as well, which is how we deal with the rest of the people, which are called mu'amulat. That includes our social affairs, our economic affairs, our political affairs. We cannot say that, that yes, we believe in all this, and then we go and bow down in front of man-made laws, and look for, seek for help from them. We say, We worship Allah alone. We do not make partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then how can we say that, that we worship Allah alone? Meaning, our rights and wrong comes only from Allah, and then we bow down to all the main man-made laws. We say, We only seek help from Allah, meaning only what Allah has allowed us. These are the only means we stay in. Then we find as an ummah, many of the places in the Muslim world even, we bow down to IMF, World Bank, UN, and on and on and on. All the riba becomes halal at that time. Then we think that we are really saying, 
Or are we saying something and doing something else? Why do you say that you don't do? And we are saying that on a daily basis. Every day we are repeating. We worship Allah alone. To a point, there are rulers who are fooling the Ummah by reciting this ayah like that. Then the hadith continues on. وَإِذَا قَالَ اَهْدِنَا الصِّرَاطِ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ صِرَاطَ الَّذِينَ عَنْعَمْتَ عَلَيْهِمْ غَيْرِ الْمَغْضُوبِ عَلَيْهِمْ مُلَدْضَالِينَ قَالَ هَذَا لِعَبْدِي وَلِعَبْدِي مَا سَعَلَ Look, these ayat are ending, or the hadith is continuously ending like this. وَلِعَبْدِي مَا سَعَلَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not going to respond to our calls, our du'as, while we are saying something and doing something else. We can fool people around us. We cannot fool Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We know that. Deep down, we know what we're doing. So when this ayah, here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is teaching us actually how to make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are asking Allah, اِهْدِنَا السُّرَاطَ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ Guide us to the path of mustaqim, the straight path, which is Islam. And subhanallah, Allah did not leave it like this, the surat al-mustaqeem. Rather, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is clarifying further into it. Al-ladheena an'amta alayhim. The mustaqeem, surat al-mustaqeem. What is that, that surat al-mustaqeem? That the people who you blessed them with, the one who follow that path, that path we want to be following. The path of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the Sahaba of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, this is the path we want to follow. Because an'amta alayhim, Allah blessed them. And then Allah also wants to make it sure, make sure to us that what is their path? غَيْرَ الْمَغْدُوبِ عَلَيْهِمُ الْدَّالِينَ This is the path, not the path on whom you descended your anger, the ghadab of Allah azza wa jal, or the people who went astray. And who are these people? As the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam talks about that, that it is talking about Ahlul Kitab, the Yahud and Nasara. So on a daily basis, we make dua to Allah to guide us to the right path, not the path of the Yahud or Nasara, because they are the one on whom your anger was descended. They are the people who went astray, the one who made the Anbiya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the sons of Allah. And unfortunately, people are giving in to this to please the people that we can celebrate Christmas as well. How dare we can say that? That we can, we can worship, we can, we, can, we can celebrate a day where people are saying the son of a God was born? La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. We have to think about it, what we are doing. And are we doing it just to please the people? So people may be happy with us. If that's the one, that's what we're thinking of. Look, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the best example we are given to be followed 
he was also asked to compromise. This is nothing new. When Abu Jahl came with 25 or so leaders to Rasulullah to ask him to stop doing what he's saying, La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. He came to him, they, they came with a delegation. And when he said all the things that when he was trying to stop Rasulullah to carry the da'wah of Islam, Rasulullah said, you have said what you have to say, now let me say. I'll give you one kalima, one kalima, and you will be ruling over the Arabs, and the Ajam will be giving you the jizya. What means by the, the, the Ajam are giving the jizya means the one who do not accept Islam. And Abu, Abu Jahl, he understood right away, whoa, this is something big. You're talking about one, I'll do ten times, he said. What is it? And he said, Rasulullah say, La ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah, and you will be from the one who get the falah from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And right away, he got angry, Abu Jahl. Because Abu Jahl understood well, what does La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah meant? He knew what it means. It meant. Hence he rejected right away. Because he knew it's not just asking to worship one more God. Allah they were already aware of. They believed Allah existed. But they wanted to make partners. Today we are making partners instead of the statues of the stones. Today man-made laws. People are the ones who are taking this task of making the laws and people are worshipping them because Allah Azza wa Jal They have taken their ahbar and rahban. They have taken their monks and rabbis as the arbab, as the lord. Ali ibn Hatim came to Rasulullah and he said, Ya Rasulullah, we did not. He was a question at that time. Upon me Rasulullah said, Did you accept when they made something halal as haram and haram as halal? And he said, yes. And Rasulullah said, this is what it means by doing the worship of these people. Today those gods are not the scholars or ahbar, rabbis or the monks. Now these are the, the rabs are sitting in the senates or the parliaments or the congress. Making the laws and people obey them. Don't, don't be misguided thinking worship is only when we bow down in the salah. Worship is more than that. Worship is following Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in all the aspects. So how did we get here at this point? That we are reciting Surah Al-Fatiha that is asking us not to follow the path of maghdub alayhim and then we are seeking our success in the path I have personally heard in the masajid sentences like that. You want to be successful? Follow the path of Yahud. How they have become successful. How can we say that while on a daily basis we are asking Allah that not to put us on that path? Something to think about. So when we are praying through Al-Fatiha in every salah, think about it. And think about it, are we really implementing the Surah Al-Fatiha even in our lives? If not, then don't forget what Allah, Rasulullah 
mentioned to us in Allah, يَرْفَعُوا بِحَادِ الْكِتَابِ أَقْوَامًا وَيَدَعُوا بِأَحَاقِرِينَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raised the people, the nations with this book and bring them down by this book. Which side do we want to be on? We have to take the Quran seriously. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala respond to our dua that we are making on a daily basis. وأقول قول هذا أستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين واستغفره إنه غفور رحيم. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and Sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe. Share and tell a friend about IslamPodcast.com.